Hi, and welcome to Not Your Mother's Housing Market, the podcast where we dissect and discuss emerging issues and trends in today's housing market, because competing in a 21st century market requires 21st century strategies. I'm Katie Keaton, realtor with Realty One Group Pacifica, and I am joined by LaDonna Page, mortgage advisor and liabilities manager with Sierra Pacific Mortgage. Hi, LaDonna. Um, I think it's safe to say we're super excited to record this podcast. Hi, everyone listening. I hope you're listening. <laughs> Welcome to our podcast. Um, today's podcast is going to be a little different than usual. So why don't you lead us in, LaDonna? So basically, we're going to just run through the who, what, where, if you will, of everything that we've got going on here. Um, just give you a good idea of who we are, what we want this podcast to be about and um, a little bit about where we're, we are because that is kind of important here. So Katie, why don't you tell us where we are right now? Okay, so we're doing the who, what, where's in um, reverse order, reverse, yeah. reverse <laughs> order. So we are starting with the where's, and I am happy to say that we are coming to you from Kellett's County, Washington. We are in the Kellett's Podcast Network recording studio, and we right now will take a quick break to bring you a word from one of their sponsors. This is Mike, local owner of your Longview Grocery Outlet. Every time you check out a grocery outlet, you're saving 40 to 60% off brand name groceries, 40 to 60% off beer and wine, 40 to 60% off organics, 40 to 60% off protein powders and vitamins, fresh meat, fresh produce, fresh dairy, housewares, pet supplies. Come see how much you can save. We'll circle your savings when you check out. Local owners, low prices, and lots to love. Longview Grocery Outlet. So that was a word from the Cowlitz Podcast. Oh my, Cowlitz Podcast Network. That is actually a mouthful. I challenge you all to say that five times fast. <laughs> anyway, that was a word from their sponsors, Grocery Outlet. I personally am a huge fan of Grocery Outlet, so it was very hard for me not to sing the jingle when we came back on. But I promised Ladonna I wouldn't. So you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> And now I think we're going to lead off with the who's because this episode um, is just letting you guys get to know us. So LaDonna, why don't you start us off? Who are you? What is your um, background in general? And then also, what's your background in real estate? So I am LaDonna Page. I grew up mostly here in Kelso, Washington. I worked for U.S. Bank for a long time. Um, I, as I left as a branch manager and um, then I fell in love with an army man and we did a lot of moving around and I stayed home and raised my kids. Um, mostly raised them. I got them, you know, they're in grade school so in <laughs> middle school. So um, now I am back in the workforce and I decided on mortgages. Uh, it's the happy side of lending. I really enjoy it. Um, gives me an opportunity to work at home, which was a major goal of mine in returning to the workforce is, you know, balance life and work. Um, so now I do this um, and I'm a liabilities manager, which means that I am certified to take a deeper look into things and I have a better understanding to give a more whole life financial picture instead of just this mortgage that you might be in for five to seven years. 
That is great. And also, I know you touched on um, being a military spouse. So Mm -hmm. can you tell us, I believe you did purchase a home while you were traveling. So why don't you kind of touch on that for a second? I just find it really interesting, especially because as someone who's always kind of been taught, hey, if you buy this house, you're going to stay in it forever. So I find it really interesting for you guys um, to have purchased a house knowing that you wouldn't be there forever. And I kind of just like to hear a little bit more about that. Yeah, I completely understand that. It was a little bit of a, like a strange feeling going into this house. Like I'm not purchasing this house in the location that I want to live in. I want to live out and not look at anybody else's house. Like love you, my neighbors, but (laughs) honestly, I don't want to look at your your house. Same. I feel the same way. I live in Silver Lake for a reason because I don't want to have neighbors. (laughs) Right. I, so like, and we were looking for different things in the house that we knew would be more marketable. Um, so we actually purchased in Clarksville, Tennessee, um, right next to Fort Campbell. We had a parameter that said, you know, you can get to base within 10 minutes. We need to find a house in this area. We need it to have X, Y, and Z um, because we were shopping for renters, essentially. And that was your first home purchase, right? That was, yeah, that was our first home purchase. Okay, and what year was that? 2011, 12, maybe. Okay, and do you still own that home? I still own that home. Very cool. And I'm sure now it's had exponential oh, growth. Yeah. Oh my, I literally <laughs> cannot talk today. I swear you guys, normally I'm super eloquent. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> today I'm stumbling over every word I say, but that's okay. Um, it's because I haven't had enough coffee today, just full disclosure. So next time I'll make sure that I come caffeinated. <laughs> okay, so you bought that home in 2012. You still own it. Obviously, um, you have a bunch of equity in that house. Have you had um, good success with renters that entire time? Yeah, so actually the longest that we've ever gone without renters in that period of time is a little less than two weeks. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. <laughs> See, this is so interesting to me because, I mean, we'll get into our whys of real estate later, but um, definitely having rental properties is one of the main reasons that I became a realtor and got my license in the first place. So um, it's really interesting to hear about your guys' process. So, okay, you bought that house in 2012. Now you're back in the Longview Kelso area. When did you come back and um, do you own a home here? Yeah, so we, let's see, he retired in 2018 and we moved here. Um, we didn't purchase our house in 2000, until 2019. Um, but we, you know, it was a completely different scenario because we were looking for the right house. And for you guys, instead of for a renter. Right. Because so like full disclosure, my son was entering into second grade and had never been to the same school year twice. Like He'd never been to the same school twice (laughs) for different school years. Like, one school year here, one school year here. (laughs) Welcome to the military. (laughs) We don't stay places. My daughter was in, let's see, she was going into sixth grade when we purchased the house. So she was going into, like, her seventh school. Right. So last time you were buying the house with renters in mind, this time you were buying the house for the kids. Right. Basically. Like, we just want to get you guys through high school. And then, yeah, absolutely, we'll move. 
Because that's what you do. I literally a lot of people do. Oh, totally. I'm just um, so the exact opposite. I think it goes back into like not your mother's housing market and the um, the way I was brought up viewing real estate. You know, um, my parents still live in the home that they lived in when I was born. And that's in Silver Lake, like I mentioned earlier. Shout out, toodle, ducks, woohoo. <laughs> um, anyway, they still live in that home. And then I actually lived in one of their rentals for like seven years. And then um, I built a home on the backside of their property. So I'm back where I started. I don't have any plans on leaving maybe ever. Um, so it is just kind of interesting how different people view real estate. And I think that's going to be something really fun as we um, go through this podcast, because I do think we're coming from different perspectives and have different um, views on holding real estate and everything. But we share a lot of similar views as well. So it'll be fun to dig into that as we move forward. Yeah, Katie, I mean, you kind of touched on it right there. But why don't you Tell us who you are. I would love to, mostly because I love to hear myself talk. <laughs> I would say I'm kidding, but I'm not. <laughs> it's a character flaw, maybe? I don't no, know. No, it's perfectly fine. Okay, so I'm Katie Keaton, realtor with Realty One Group Pacifica. Like I said earlier, I'll lead off with that. Basically, um, like I mentioned, I was born and raised in Cowlitz County. It's kind of funny, though, because as someone who grew up in the Silver Lake Toodle area, almost everyone who lives there is generationally there. Um, at least that used to be the case. Now, actually, we're seeing a lot of people from outside of the community move into the community as it becomes um, more of a coveted area. But um when I was growing up, it was very generational, and my parents actually are not from Washington at all. My dad is from Virginia originally, but grew up right outside of D.C. most of his life. And then my mom is from Iowa, so um, neither of them are from the area, and so even though they've kind of raised me as like, here's one house, you live in it forever, they both did a lot of moving around when they were younger and um, even moved states, which I have never even really contemplated. I mean, Washington, it's so great. Why would I ever leave? <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm the opposite. I'm like, ah, when's my next adventure? When am I leaving again? <laughs> I love to travel, but like, I want to come home to the wonderful beauty and grandeur of the Pacific Northwest, you know? No, I got out of high school and I immediately <laughs> left, married a military man. We moved everywhere. And now it's like, I've been in my house for two years. I need to like hoard some boxes because we're <laughs> clearly prepping to move again, right? Oh, that's so funny. Well, okay. So, um, Graduated from Toodle, I went straight into college and I was at UW for my first two years. So that was really the only time that I lived somewhere temporarily. Um, I lived in a sorority with all of my lovely sorority mm -hmm. sisters. It was a great time in my life. And then um, I moved home and um, I had my first child and then finished up my bachelor's degree at WSU Vancouver. So I started out as a Husky and then morphed into a coog. Oh my god. <laughs> it was a painful transition for me. <laughs> but now it's nice because, you know, someone yells go dogs and I can cheer right along. Someone yells go coogs and I'm like, yeah, go coogs. So I can relate to you all. I'm bringing people together. <laughs> like divided house only split personality. <laughs> yes, exactly. So um, graduated from WSU Vancouver and I was pregnant with my second child and I was um, kind of bored. So um, 
really that that's what it came down to. I was so bored. I was thinking about this on the way in today, just kind of as I was prepping to talk about myself. And just a funny little anecdote. Um, I'm a learner. I love to learn. I love to um expand my mind. And when I was a stay at home mom and I wasn't doing anything. And after I had graduated college, I was so bored that, um, I started trying to memorize all of the stories that I was reading my son. So like the bedtime stories, (laughs) I would read him cat in the hat. And if you haven't read cat in the hat in a long time, it is kind of dense for a child's story. It's like 50 pages long. And, um, I memorized the whole thing just as a mental exercise for myself. I mean, he had no idea I was doing it, but I just like every night would try to challenge myself to read more and more of the pages without having to um, look at the book. <laughs> I mean, I definitely have like the books that I read to my my son was like, here's this book for the 900th time and I can still read read it. Oh, yeah. You know, whatever. Totally, totally. In my mind. But I, it was never a chat like. Yeah. So anyway, all that to say, I was looking for something new to learn. And um, I knew, like I mentioned earlier, that eventually my husband and I wanted to buy real estate. Um, My uncle has a lot of rental properties. My parents have a few rental properties. Um, My husband's uncle has a couple of rental properties as well and has actually moved away from like residential and has owns a few strip malls. So um, it's something that I grew up saying and that I knew I wanted to do. And getting a real estate license is really inexpensive. It's like $500. So um, I just decided, hey, I'll learn about this. I'll take my real estate exam. And um, even if I don't use it, at least I'll have the knowledge for when um, I want to buy a house. Right. So um, that's kind of my personal background. And then my real estate background is very different from LaDonna's, but it kind of um, overlaps in a cool way. So like I said, I lived with my parents. I moved into a sorority. I moved in with um, my now husband. And then when I was expecting our first child, my parents said, hey, we want you to be able to be actively at home and we want to help with that. So why don't you guys rent from us for a discounted rate, basically? Right. So we moved into one of my parents' rentals in 2012. So around the same time you were purchasing your first home. Yeah. And um, we lived in that rental for seven years. And at the time I was like, this is great. This is wonderful. And still like, God bless my parents. I'm so happy I was able to stay home and be, you know. Absolutely. um, A stay-at-home mom for the time that I was. But it's so funny now, you know, we moved in there when I was, what, 22 years old. And um, now looking back, my friends were starting to kind of buy their first places and all that jazz. And they have these big mortgages. And at the time, I'm like, wow, I'm so lucky. But then now, um, you know, cut to five, six years later, they're all moving up the property ladder. And we had to like run and jump to catch on to the property ladder. You know, we had not built any equity. So it's kind of funny how um, something that I thought was totally like setting me up for success kind of actually um, held me back from getting on the property ladder. Yeah, I completely understand that. Totally. But now we do own our home. We actually built our first home. So as a realtor, I've never actually purchased a existing home. We built one. Um, But that's kind of fun because I get to help my clients see that perspective as well, especially right now when everyone's like, do we buy? Do we build? What do we do? Um, So yeah, basically, that is is me. Lumber is up 300% year over year. 
Well, houses are up a lot too. Well, so. yes. <laughs> Houses are up a lot, too. So. Houses are up a lot. I was looking at the numbers today, actually, and houses are up year over year, like, 7% in Gallatin County. Yeah, it's crazy. So, um, you know, and that kind of leads us into our why, really, um, because these conversations that people are ha- having, you know, people are having a conversation, should we buy, should we build, is now the right time to buy, is now the right time to um, grab a rental, is now the right time to sell everything and sit on my money, what do I do? And um, so, yeah, I think that leads us really well into the purpose of the podcast and um, our whys for why we're doing this. So why don't you kind of talk about why you um, are excited to be doing this podcast together so like podcast wise I'm excited because I needed somebody to talk to about all this stuff that I'm learning because I am fairly new or back into the industry I am learning a ton I and and I continue to learn a ton like I get certified in this and then I find this other little thing and I go hey maybe I should get certified in that (laughs) I just because I am a lifelong learner I just can't stop. And I'm constantly looking for new media resources to absorb that information through. Um, and it like all of a sudden my sister's looking at me going, Ugh, stop talking about work. And I needed somewhere to do that. And hi, Katie. <laughs> you like to talk about this oh as my much gosh. as I do. Yes, I totally agree. <laughs> I can see my husband's eyes glazing over as I'm like, oh my gosh, look at this house. That just yeah, came mine on too. The market. I wonder what it's going to go for. I wonder how many offers it's going to have. Da, 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 da. And he's like, okay, well, we've talked about houses for five hours now. So stop talking to me about the real estate market. Right. It is a very common phrase in my life to hear. Please stop talking about the housing market. But you want to know what? I love it. (laughs) So I wanted to be able to educate people because it is such a different market and mindset than my parents had and even their parents had. I mean, my grandma moved into her house when she was two years old. She lived there her entire life until her and her husband retired and moved to their beach house. <laughs> like They raised their seven kids there. And then my uncle bought the house when they moved out of it. Their oldest son bought it. And so it was like this generational home. They were in it for forever. And and I can't even, like, I'd really like to be able to go at, back and ask her, like, what did your parents originally purchase this house for? Because I know what it originally, or then it ended up selling for when my uncle sold out of it. Like... <laughs> I'd really like to see the dollar (laughs) difference in that. Um, But, you know, the, then my parents, they have in their marriage of 30, whatever years, they've only ever owned two homes. They owned one in Milwaukee, Oregon, and then they moved to Kelso, Washington, and they've been in that house for like 27 ish years, whatever. Um, now they're, you know, their mortgage is completely paid off. But the ideas behind purchasing those homes, you know, rates were so much different than they are now. And the trajectory was so much different than it is now. And the mortgage philosophies of make sure you pay it off as soon as you possibly can. Like, that doesn't always stand true anymore, depending on what your goals are, especially because most people only spend five to seven years in their homes now. So 
where our parents were like, you know, I want to pay this off as fast as possible because then I just won't have a mortgage payment and I'll have so much more money every month because we live those lives of cash flow. We, you know, now it's, I want to live this life of cash flow and I need to be able to maximize that and look, but still grow my portfolio and manage all of it. Yeah, totally, totally. And um, I think what you're saying is really a why for both of us. First of all, the part that we just want to talk about this all the time, which is kind of funny because LaDon and I have been meeting um, every Tuesday for a while and just a time for a realtor and a lender to get together and kind of just discuss both sides of the purchasing process and all that jazz. And we're like, well, if we're already talking about this all the time, let's just switch where we're doing it and record it for other yeah. people to listen to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think with technology, with um, even just the current culture, the current climate, like I, there's a lot of people that don't even think like, quote unquote, the American dream is buying a house anymore. So things have changed so much. And um, I think there's so, so, so much we can learn from listening to um, our mothers and our fathers and our grandparents and our aunts and uncles about how they purchase property. But then I think it's also really important to think about the um, social climate and just kind of the, the culture that they were making those choices in and the, the background noise of why those choices were the right choices. And then kind of dissect, like we say in our intro, um, what's different now and why things need to be tweaked and maybe done a little bit differently um, as you're in the housing market today. So um, also you mentioned, you know, we both love to learn. And in one conversation we had recently, you know, you made the point that the best way to learn something is to teach it. And I think that's going to be really fun for us too, because, you know, there's a lot of realtors who take their realtor exam, they do their continuing education, but they aren't actively every day trying to expand like their knowledge in the field. And I'm sure lending is the same way. And I want to learn more and get better every single day. And it's so easy to get caught up in the day to days of, okay, well, I'm showing this many houses today and I'm, you know, listing this house today and I have this paperwork to do. And there's always so much you can do. And so sometimes um, that learning process gets put on the back burner. And I totally understand that because I'm guilty of it myself. Um, but I think this podcast is really going to hold us accountable for continuing to grow and continuing to learn. And I'm really excited to, um, push myself to learn more about the market and not even just the real estate side. Like I'm excited to learn more about the lending side because there's so much, I don't know. And, you know, even as you talk now and you're like, Oh, well maybe you shouldn't pay your house off as quickly as possible. I'm like, no, like I should pay my house off as quickly as possible. Right. (laughs) Um, so I think we're going to learn a lot from each other. And I hope you guys listening, if you're listening, I hope you're listening, um, learn a lot too. And hopefully this can be an interactive medium where um, you guys can email us or reach out to us on our social media, ask us questions um, and kind of have the conversation with us. So it is a conversation of what's happening here in Kellett's County because that's where both of us live and real estate markets are so um, specific to their area. They're all so different. So ask us questions about what's happening in Cowlitz County, but then also um, we can explore broader topics too that are um, taking over the state, the nation. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, you talk about that learning and that knowledge that both of us crave. And I literally have 
an hour of learning scheduled into my workday. And I think my boss, my, I don't know how he feels about it actually, <laughs> because he's a really big learner also, but like, I feel like he thinks maybe I could be bringing in more business during that hour instead of just learning. But that's like, this is why I like this job so much is because it continues to change and the industry continues to change. And with that, I can continue to change. And when you and I started hanging out and getting to know each other, it was this, like you wanted to know more about the lending side of everything. And I wanted to know more about the real estate side because really like, yeah, both of in the end, like our goal is, you know, help you get into your house, but it's also, you know, I want to know how all of it works. You were talking about your real estate license and I was like, dang, maybe I should like take that class just to kind of see. <laughs> it's literally $500. So I encourage everyone to, <laughs> to learn about some real estate, but yeah. Um, I think it's going to be fun. Also, I just have a quick analogy because you're talking about, you know, kind of balancing, okay, let's work on the business, but then let's also learn. And my son, my nine-year-old is very much into baseball right now. Mm -hmm. And it's always, you know, I never understood the term, like, don't get caught standing flat-footed. Um, but it basically means like, Hey, you need to be ready. You need to be ready to adapt and to change and watching him play baseball. And he's on second base and, um, you know, he's standing there flat footed and I didn't get what that meant. And so my husband's like, Carter, don't get caught standing flat footed. And I feel like that's why we need to keep learning because we don't want to get caught standing flat footed when this market moves so fast. We want to be on our toes. We want to be ready. We want to know what's happening before it starts so that we can um, prepare our clients and pivot. You know, pivot is a very uh, buzzword, <laughs> very buzzwordy right now, but we need to be ready to pivot. And that means, you know, we need to be on our toes, be learning every day. We and, do. and yeah, so kind of the way the podcast is going to work is LaDonna or myself, whoever um, finds something that we really want to talk about is going to bring that topic to the podcast and we're going to dive into it, um, dissect it, discuss it, all that good stuff. So um, LaDonna, why don't you tell us what the topic of next week's podcast will be? So next week, we kind of really want to talk about like who's the driving force right now in real estate and as they, we, us are <laughs> in so many markets right now. It's the millennials. 4.8 million millennials are turning 30 this year, and roughly the same number will continue to turn 30 for the next four years. And so what does that mean for the market with all of us turning 30? I turned 30 last year, so <laughs> I'm, I'm officially old. I'm in my 30s. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm in my 30s. I'm not going to date myself that much, but... Um, that means 67% of the housing market new purchases is millennials. That is just crazy. Look at us all grown up. <laughs> yeah, um, my mom's cringing. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, I think that's really excited. So if you're a millennial, if you're not a millennial, if you're just a listener who's interested in the real estate market here in Cowlitz County and beyond um tune in because we are going to talk about the millennial home purchaser because 
is not your mother's housing market. With millennials driving the market right now, um, that advice is different. Like the way you have to approach things is different. So that exactly perfectly ties in not your mother's housing market. And we are so excited to talk about millennials and the purchasing power and the buying and selling and all that stuff that happens um, every day. So I hope you will tune in next week. And if you do have any questions for us, um, you can reach out at our email, which is not your mother's housing market at gmail.com. Yeah. And we hope to have you join us next week. That is the end. And we're signing off. We need to come up with a sign off. So next week we'll be prepared. We're going to have a really (laughs) professional outro. We're going to have music play us out. It's going to be great. This is a learning experience for all of us, but we are excited and we are ready to bring you on the journey. So have a great week and we'll talk to you soon. All right.